0: hello everyone it is friday night and it is weekender time once more and we have another jam-packed show to take you through the weekend this time round, i feel old because we have old hammer old rules old favorites and even a few old ones so sit back and relax because your weekend starts here Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Weekender. I'm joined this week by Ben, Justin, and Shay. Hello, Shay. Hello. We're a big boy now. <laughs> Shay was off last week because he's like a teenager or something. It was well, his d-
1: he is now 21.
0: Right, legal in some states.
1: Yeah, like <laughs> well, yeah. no drink in America.
0: Wow, that was my main goal all along. <laughs> 21, go to America and just die. It's aim low achieve your goals Damn, <laughs> like homer simpson said i mean if you never try you'll never fail good good times um we are ooh, coming up hard and fast on a theme week uh, mm. just to let you know to keep an eye out for this next week uh the charming people over at corvis belly are doing and so yes. um, for infinity so A upcoming Infinity book that will introduce a whole host of new things for stuff and bits. I'm not sure how much is out there, so I'm not saying anything because I know quite a bit uh, and I think I'll get punched. Uh, (laughs) I don't want Carlos to punch me. Well, Um, needless to say, we have a very excited Killian on the show with us. Yeah, that's true. There's a Killian there to um, actually actually understand what Carlos is presenting (laughs) Uh, and in some cases pointing things out to Carlos. Uh, It's amazing. Watching them back and forth. But um, you can keep an eye over uh, on the Infinity Hub on tabletop.com, or it will be splattered in a big, massive bar, I imagine, right across the main page. Yeah. Um, mm. But we have unboxings, book chats, uh, and then we go through every faction and how End Song um, will affect them. And there's even a little follow up video, which isn't going to be part of the theme week, if memory serves but we'll be coming out before Gen Con Uh, about stuff. Stuff. That's all I can say about that, because I know there's definitely things in there I can't say. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so keep your eye out. If you're interested in Infinity, End Song is coming and should be a lot of fun. Uh, Very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And believe we even have a
2: trailer. We do have a trailer. So let's check that out.
0: So there we have it. If that hasn't whetted your appetite, I don't know what will. Uh, mm. So yeah, join us next week for a whole host of infinity fun and games. Yeah. Yeah. There's also a bit of an update from the National Trust. Yeah, there is doing this yeah. work.
2: Um, yeah. So this one was a, this one was a bit weird, uh, yeah. but it popped up on my Facebook, and I was like, you know what, I should probably mention this to people because there are probably folks who could go along and check this out and see what it's all about so um, anybody who doesn't know Sutton Hoo it's the wonderful place where they found that amazing ship burial uh, from the Anglo-Saxon period uh, well the folks at the National Trust at Sutton Hoo uh, on the 30th of July are going to be doing like a Anglo-Saxons in the age of the Anglo-Saxons through Wargaming event at the location so you'll be able to go oh, along there
0: massive. Wow. Yeah, nice.
2: you'll be able to go along there See a huge army of miniatures play some games, have some fun, move your troops around on the battlefield, see if you can, you know, be a great general. Uh, maybe you'll be buried in one of those ships in the future, who knows. Um, and there's also going to be a little tiny like uh, painting thing as well. So if you go along, you'll be able to get uh, stuck in and do some painting and maybe take away a free miniature at the same time as well. So if you have a National Trust membership, that's obviously great because you can go along and it will be free to get in. And the event is actually free, but obviously if you're going along normally general admission you have to pay for, but then beyond that, the actual uh, event, Wargaming the Age of the Anglo. Saxons is free there as well, so watch out for that at the end of July. It's just a little bit too far away from me, unfortunately. Oh dear! Uh, but uh, for anyone who's over there on the sort of eastern uh, edge of England, make sure mm. to go and have a
0: look at it and uh, see what's on so about. You can about contact Sutton Hoo mm-hmm. via yeah. their ship burials. <laughs> I will ring up the boatman. <laughs> I love the fact it's the festival of <laughs> archaeology as well. Yes. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that yeah. sounds like a lot of fun. I like I mm-hmm. like the fact that it's getting wargaming out in front of people in a historical yes. context as well mm-hmm. so going here's what the boot looks like here's what they mm-hmm. would have looked like here's how games are played here's wargaming yeah because there'll be people who walk away from that um either themselves or friends or family that they've dragged along with them and mm-hmm. go oh that's interesting i'll give that a go I, I, these I'm, square
2: bases. I'm very interested to see what game it is uh, and and I'm, also I'm what miniatures they're using, which would be pretty cool. And I love to think that there's maybe like one guy on the team who's like, I like miniatures. Um, do you mind if I bring my armies down and we play some games?
0: <laughs> it's that, or or it could be there's um, I imagine there's local clubs. Yes, um, yeah. in the area, yeah. and probably when they seen that there was the the festival of archaeology when something mm. was going on, it'd be like uh, a case of we can come along and and show mm. show off this in sort of in context in situ as well. So. Yeah. I, I would love to go over to that. I won't, unfortunately, but I would absolutely love to. It sounds really cool. So yeah, if you can go, on history, music. Yeah,
2: yeah. If you can go, worth going to check it out. I think.
0: Oh, good. definitely. Mm-hmm. Right. Actually, up to speed with what's coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but right now, here and now, we're going to be taking a look at the indie of the week. <gasps> uh, and this week's I week, I don't know why that's a surprise. We always. Know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this week is a uh, cute little one. It's a uh, Satire art studios. Oh, Um, it's a very, I was going to say tiny nickel, a little indie. Um, um the reason it's tiny nickel is that, uh, Drew mostly does, um, sculpting for other people. So he's a commissioned mm-hmm. sculptor. So this website gets filled when he has an idea or when he's got free time or when he fancies doing a bit of something, you go, oh, I really want to have an X for one of my armies. Uh, the rest of the time, he's doing work for other people, but it does oh, mean nice. you can you can actually get in contact with him if you've an idea for miniature. I know some people have had stuff sculpted um, to fill holes in ranks and, and bits and pieces, um, mm-hmm. but he has a a collection here of old hammer styly fantasy figures. Oh my so, days! So stuff stuff that would be not unappropriate for Wampster. Um, mm. if you're playing anything up to sort of third or maybe even fifth edition, I suppose I'll give you five wow. uh, but the reason I wanted to show this off was is a couple of demons, which are limited runs, yeah, uh, and I know from a uh, Facebook post earlier this week that he was saying he only had ninety nine left of the uh unclean well, list now thirty four mm. oh God yeah Ooh. yeah, that's been flying so so this is the mm. reason I wanted to show this protect wow. this week before these disappear because they are. Horkers, oh, look super grubbly. I love it. Look at yeah. all his little maggoty bits. That um, is um, so um, Blanche, um, sort of yeah. old school. Yeah, it it looks not dissimilar to the one that's on the front cover of *Lost uh, yes. in the Dams*. Yeah, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, it's I put the book back behind the thing, and I can't get it out. It was up there last week when I was talking to Robin and um, John. It moves around. Things move around in my room. I like to keep getting <laughs> I know there are people who try and work out what's on the shelf when I reveal books and stuff. So I, I keep shifting stuff so they can never get a real tally of what's going <laughs> on. I'm like that. Anyway. Jerry, just what you want. Yeah. That is
2: gorgeous, though. Just I mean, it, yeah. one, the
0: best type of oh, way. That one's gone. All oh, right. Okay. Well, two That would be like a
2: great um kind of mix between, you could either use that as something like a. A keeper of secrets, or you could use it for like a beastman army, or mm. maybe as a corn demon or something yeah. as well. Very nice.
0: Anything. I mean, there's plenty of other there's things with the likes of Rain and Hell and, well, yeah, Rain other, and Hell. Yeah. yeah. The Doomed on the Way yeah. as well, where you require evil creepy manifestations of something ungodly. Mm. Um, hashtag something ungodly. Uh, then it's always good to have a look at these small companies because when you have really weird games that require something a bit more not bespoke, but set set in the world. It's a great way of going, well, this this is how I envisage my world, and here's yeah. here's how I'm going to do it via the medium of these weird bits and pieces.
2: Could you um, open the Nightmare Company?
0: I that's... could open the Nightmare oh. Company. I'll open yum, the expansion yum. pack as well, because they've cause they've got shields. Uh, I'd like but to see, see the, the Retired
1: shields. Adventurers pack. Uh,
0: I don't know about that, now. Oh. <laughs> it's a shame Lloyd isn't with us this week, because you'll mm. see in a second. If I do this and then go, wow. let's, let's have a look at, uh, I mean, as far as undead halberdeers go. And they, they've got that classic, I've got, you know, 50 of the old GW ones that these were blending perfectly because they've got the old school kettle helm. And, um, and the skull helm. shields are very reminiscent of that period as well, So mm. where they went with like faces and skulls and all sorts of things to represent the shields. A big belt buckle that looks not dissimilar to that, actually. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there's there some quality photos in here. <laughs> wow. and i'm just disappointed that Lloyd doesn't hear to share in that with it's us in movement it is yeah. that's this yeah. is them they've just popped up out of the grave actually shambling shambling yeah. around the place and that's how the world works gorgeous but the actual the nightmare company itself is a little beauty from i like the to
2: think of it as a little drummer i like to think of it as a kind of riff on um the cursed company hmm. so um well
1: yeah. Uh, Lloyd, Lloyd would have loved this, the big bat wings on the helmet. Yep.
0: Well, Lloyd's not here, so Lloyd doesn't get a say. No vote for you, Lloyd. Uh, but yeah, the, the I suppose, commander with the Sally helm mm-hmm. is not dissimilar to Victor uh, Kruger. Yeah. But at the same time, you've got this, could be a white lord with his... Uh, so weapon. cool. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. I really like them. They're a... a corking set of figures wow the crypt wraiths especially Zoop. wow those are so lovely uh, Crip and wraiths. so in keeping with the old vibes of uh... Barrow whites whatever you want to call them mm-hmm. but yeah ethereal you say coming right through the hill into the side of my unit oh god <laughs> no it's all gone wrong but they're really nice uh, metal cast in case people were wondering Mm. Uh, these are obviously just so primed, very old school so you can see them just as Sigmar intended yep. very old school i think yeah. you'll find that metal still exists it's it's not like they're made out of baker like justin <laughs> Are they?
2: Uh, do they <laughs> tend to
0: they tend to be one piece or are they sort of two or? majority or majority are if they're simple enough sculpt it's a one-piece sculpt mm-hmm. um so only if only if required will unusual cuts nice. be made because you know at that point, you're starting to make more work for yourself, especially when you're putting together big units. Oh, I love these! <laughs> they Brilliant. are those are fabulous. I mean, it it's like uh, you get back to town uh, to discover a load of dead orcs sitting in a room, piled up, and it's uh, it's they wandered into an old uh, old folks' retirement home. You know, mm-hmm. Co and the Barbarian and friends just go. Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> This is what health. this
2: is what it would have been like to be Felix Jaeger and company if mm. they'd actually <laughs> got through
0: the End World, <laughs> the, end, Ever the End, been times. able to retire. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> this one is particular. I swear I've seen that. Yeah, before with the big nose, yeah. swept back hair, mm. and I think I love it was, the... I think it was animated or possibly stop motion. I love if the lady on the I'm right who's
2: clearly swinging a bag of cats. It's, it's definitely oh, a bag of cats. A
0: bag of cats. Honestly, <laughs> I just, just love the washed. guy in the in the
1: middle. He's just finished making breakfast. Oh, yeah. Here's the orcs coming, <laughs> and it's just like, well, here we go
0: again. Yeah. Somebody's about to get frying pan to death.
2: Yeah. Boom. I think I'm getting the end of this.
0: He may or may not have a hernia.
2: <laughs> that's
0: not a bag
1: of cats. It's, that's clearly hernia. a crazy cat lady. No, not at all.
0: But yeah. It's either that that's, or it's the melee one. equivalent of a blunderbuss, where it's just full of is random she, stuff. Let so, me know who she is, because that's annoying me. I still I'm going to shank out, you, young man. Let's <laughs> talk like worked about who the uh, the green head was from that Sigmar figure. Yeah. Although many people have given their two sets. None of them are what I was thinking of. Mm-hmm. Someday I'll find out who they is now. It will be apropos of nothing, by the way. I'll just say it in the middle of another news story, and then you'll have <laughs> to work out what I'm referencing, You know <laughs> how these things work.
2: Oh my days. I've seen the Bloodthirsty Fiends down below as well. Uh, I no, you know you have. the
0: other reason, Mr. Yellow Golden Demons. So we have look some out. Holy Order. So very good if you plan on playing a bit of Mordheim or Mordheim equivalent games. If you fancy a Marion Burger. What's nice about this is that
2: with the old world coming up, mm. there are so many people that are like, I really want to make a unique force that kind of matches the time period that, are, that they're going for in the game. Mm hmm. And this would so rock for that, that kind of time of the the, the, the five emperors? Five emperors? Three, three emperors? Three emperors, that's the one. <laughs> mm.
1: Although I think yeah. I noticed a tiny little bit of sci-fi down the bottom there. Yeah, there is, but hopefully we'll get bored before we reach that
0: one. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, the crossbowmen are great.
0: Wow, that's cool. Come get some. He's oh, got he's his, even got uh, the little the thing, yeah. winching it back Yeah which improves rate of fire no end just say, mm. gives you a bigger draw uh, pull on your crossbow as well if you're not having yeah. to manually pull it into place brilliant yeah, the have us on the back that's <laughs> some of the halberdiers wouldn't look out of place for a lot of um sort of medieval renaissance yeah games as well mm. so like because it's that it's that period where it was fantasy, but it was the European fantasy that, mm-hmm. um, that workshop was building on, yeah. so they didn't look so outlandish that they wouldn't just work if mm. you needed, I mean, you'd need to take some of the spikes off that kettle home possibly, but apart from that, go for your guns or in this well, case, it's a, you gun. know,
2: as has been talked about when it comes to games workshop and Warhammer, a lot of, a lot of people who were doing the sculpting for the range. Were historical wargamers, mm. and so everything they did was linked to historical wargaming in some way, or fashion.
0: <laughs> that, that is true.
2: Oh, the old Her- Hammer personalities as Herries well. Areas we looking
0: at you. Oh, Ooh, those Riz-Zonics. are
2: so good. Yes, mm-hmm. man, they remind me so much of the the classic zombies that I I saw when I was younger, and the ghoul, the old sort of ghoul set that you could buy. Um, before they all sort of changed into the, the new version of mm, it. With, yeah. with spiky back hair.
1: Yeah, I'm Loving the individuality on all of this. Mm.
0: like that one's got a spade, so yeah. he's about to get yeah. slammed in the head. I can dig my own grave again. <laughs> <laughs> he's just looking to dig up a mate of his, still yeah. losing money. That's <laughs> he died for it first unfortunately, but now uh, yeah. now all bets are off. You owe me for that rat kebab. <laughs> Rat kebabs. Nom, 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 nom. Good eating on the rat. Ah. And here obviously some very creepy wizardy types. Creepy. Yeah. I like the uh the priestly fellow at the back. Yeah. Is he Thomas, passes,
2: we're not evil? Is, is, yeah. is he uh, is is he uh, a wizard of more
0: or is he uh, <laughs> or is he a necromatic? Necromat yeah. The line blurs when you hit <laughs> yeah. that uh that death magic, I'm just saying. Yeah. I think the only difference is whether or not you get caught. That's true. Yeah. If you don't get caught, you're a wizard of more. You do get caught. Oh, time to leave yeah. the city. Bad evil necromancer. Yeah. Go go go. It's more of the uh, time amazing. Of
2: like a cool Bretonian style knight there. Maybe like an empire mercenary or something. Or a like Kislevite, perhaps. Yeah.
0: Big fat northern.
2: What's cool about I really like, I do a lot of Warhammer fantasy roleplay as well, mm. and especially if you use these alongside things like the Dunkeldorf range, I think yeah. these would be brilliant for like building, oh, yeah. bolstering a collection of sort of roleplay characters if you wanted to play
0: mm. in a certain way. Mm. Of course.
2: Mm. Yeah. <laughs> bloodthirsty fiends. <laughs>
0: yes, hang on, That's I'll just Inferno do Inferno the other all voices. dead first, and then we'll swing our way back to the. Uh... <gasps> we'll swing Space our way back. Dwarves. Okay, how about that? You're just the worst. Can't wow. Kids anywhere. <laughs> Skelly calf. Look at those janky old calves. <laughs> it's time to get hit by the cheapest calf in the game and you yeah. will not notice you've been hit. They do more damage whenever they impact and they fall apart and just shower you with bones than yeah. actually through combat damage.
2: Yeah. They're like living, uh, undead Caltrop packs. They explode <laughs> yeah. under a shield wall and then you yeah. walk over the bones and hurt your feet.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I also appreciate the fact they are referred to correctly as Skelly Skelly Bobs. Bobs. Skelly Bobs, yeah. Yeah. That is definitely the way. A lot of people don't do that. They think that they've got called Skellingtrons or something like from Jason and the Argonauts. Stabby. Nice. I I am in love with this range. It's so cool. Oh, it's a Corker, isn't it? Archers. Yeah. What I would like to see is um, uh, they're obviously at the Draw stage in you know, a way you've got mm-hmm. knock, mm-hmm. draw, loose. So, um, possibly having uh, a few other sets in the future so you could build out a full rank of them. Look, bagpiping, skelly bob. <laughs> Not that type of bagpiping, Shay. Easy now. How do you play? <laughs> magic, magic, yeah. Magic, it's magic, does it? Mm. There's one playing the Umbongo.
1: Skeleton champion there as well.
0: Uh, uh, oh, I wonder how stable that's going to be. Oh, i will be fine. It's made them like this for hundreds of years, or at least tens of years. <laughs> that <laughs> does need to be yellow, though. All big undead. yellow banner. Big yellow banner for mm. your undead. Speaking of big and yellow.
2: Oh. Those are nice.
0: Fiends. I love them. Bloodthirsty fiends. Yeah. How yellow would they be, Ben? Oh, They'd be so yellow. <laughs> that may, or, may more be more about this on Sunday. <laughs> oh, are you talking about it on Sunday? Okay, right. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, just never explain it. That also works. Mm. uh We'll start off with some adventuring, styly, rogue trader esque type people. So, mm. space pirate Bonnie, good old Anne. Nice. Wearing a tow drone as a hat. <laughs> yes, yes, she is. <laughs> yeah. Going, if you hand me over the money, I won't have to shoot you in the face and take it off you. Yeah. Because I don't like bending down because it hurts my back. <laughs> and then the pirate Morgan. Oh, that's cool that they've linked nice. him into the uh, into historical mm. pirates and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. With his laser pistol and personal jump pack. And also, lest we not notice, uh, massive medallion, huge mutton chops, and some slash silk on the sleeves. Of course. Because <laughs> that is the best way to look. Well, I mean, when you're, when you're a rogue trader pirate. Yeah. Short oh, you've got to do your it best. with some style, yeah. yeah. Mm. You don't want people to think you're half-assing this. If, if you're
2: if you're diving into like Planet Twenty Eight, which is that really awesome kind of sci-fi skirmish game that was mm. done, it's like a little indie project. These would be perfect for your main characters for that. And
0: yeah. Oh. No. Classic squats. The dwarf teamster range. I'm not saying that. Whenever I think of space dwarves, I think of this. But what I'm saying is, if I don't see this, they're not space dwarves. <laughs> <laughs> Look at them chomping cigars yeah. on their skyboards. Skyboard in particular is very good because the, the squad with skyboard in uh, Rogue Trader was just excellent. I think it just had kill, kill, kill written on his, you know, because they had deck art on the boards mm. and, and even the big, uh, power loader at the back Yeah, I mean, yeah. just absolutely cracking
1: See, i I have to wonder does that power loader just make him about the size of a regular human <laughs>
0: <laughs> It might make him the size of an ogre i think possibly okay he might be about the same height as a regular human but he'll yeah. bulk bigger they just need to oh. shout rock and stone as they're yep. burying through the yeah <laughs> that one there's a little mining helmet and massive concrete saw mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Somebody's about to guess. Brilliant stuff. Absolutely hammered. Mm-hmm. Well then, if one skyboard isn't enough, have all the skyboards. All the Mohawks. Yes.
2: They it's, definitely uh, all have to be wearing mirror shades as oh, well. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> do it, just do it with like chrome effect. Yeah. The yeah. skyboards yeah. all separate so you can do all your deck art. Oh no. Sweet. like Nice. <sighs> wow. That's a combat blade. That'll teach us. He's just point efficient his board and utilitarian.
2: Down. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> just gonna point his board
0: down and fly into your chest. Yep. Yeah. That's how it goes. Mm. That's how it goes. I'm coming for you, you scumbags.
2: <laughs> this is one of the things that I think so many people love about what Oldham represents as well is this idea of it being just a little bit like funny, as well as it being like a serious world and that kind of thing. Having the fun element in there where you're telling like quirky weird stories with characters and you know miniatures that don't necessarily make sense but mm. just
0: feel right. If you know what I mean? Um, These are quite odd. These are what the Imperial Guard were. This is the Imperial Army. Ah. So I used to have quite a large force of lead figures that looked like this with that little badge, the little round roll that you would mark the company and stuff on you know mm. different different dividing lines it's so the first imperial guard plastics were the imperial army and they all look like this oh, this okay. is fantastic i'm really annoyed i don't have the army anymore <laughs> i swapped it with a friend years ago but yeah little jump pack versions mm. that's Lur- very interesting looking hilarious death from above
2: warren would be making some joke about the things being up their bums but right, yeah he's not here <laughs>
0: Your these regular are great rank and file, yeah. including rocket launcher. Mm-hmm. Why is it rocket launcher and a rocket launcher not a missile launcher, Shay? Word, because it's firing rockets, not missiles? No, because the word missile contains mess, <laughs> and if you ever shoot with a missile, you're going to mess with it. <laughs> <And> you always <laughs> yeah. refer to as rocket. Is that what the stormtroopers in Star Wars use? Yep.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> it hmm. really is.
2: And oh, bangers. I love these. Those are kick-ass. Just in
0: case we run you over, but we want to make sure you're dead.
2: Oh, yeah. So we <laughs> That's also all,
0: Spikes to our tires. All-terrain. Yeah. Ter- all you know, when you're driving towards the enemy, you don't want to suddenly hit a, a wet patch in Aquaplane. Right. That'd be the worst thing ever. Oh, yeah. you, You'd be even worse than some exploding skeleton cavalry. Well, you might do a bit more damage than skeleton
1: calf. Mm. <laughs> I'm curious to see what their xenos look like. Some zoom, zoom. Oh, yes. Like
2: oh, yes. old school termagants and stuff. Yeah, brilliant.
0: Well, at this stage, that was how the original Turned Warriors looked. Yeah. Oh yeah, really of course. Wow. Well. Yeah. yeah. Get some.
2: Why buy Leviathan when you could buy the Bug Hunt set? <laughs> I
0: can't think of a reason. Yeah. Love it. There we go. Wow. Screaming out of the pages of the
2: past. I love the idea that from far away, be like, "Oh, it's a little nest of baby birds. Oh my god, <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh God, it's ugly. They're flocking this way." <laughs> Reference to one of those kids' films, like what it's I in do. about <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, yeah, wonderful. Oh, so can we just can we just the ladies of chaos at the top. Oh, just I a mean, little bit. There they are. There. Oh, I know, I know. Open the booth. Since we're here, since you asked so nicely ah oh, so good now you might think Shay, that that's a sci-fi one in this pack of fantasy ones but the nice thing about the old fantasy was it existed within the 40k universe and occasionally stuff would fall out of the warp or be gifted by the chaos gods where they just went oh, i'm just going to take that power fist and give yeah, it like- to this little fella here with scales with the gun. power fist and stuff yeah. 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 so i love that so still technically fantasy yeah. I see. I
1: remember always thinking that Warpstone was just plutonium. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. it's
0: entirely possible. Yeah.
2: I love that you've got like the female version of Slambo there as well. That's so mm. cool. Yeah. Sort of taking nods from classic miniatures that people love and just being like, I'm going to put my own twist on it. Oh, there's a whole amazing. squad. There. Well, there's a, there's a new Escher gang done. <laughs> yeah. Escher or. Eldar Pirates or Eldar whatever Pirates. you want. Dark Eldar, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I suppose they
1: do have the, the pointy ears. hmm Could just be body modification. You
2: just yeah. don't know. Oh, yeah, the horns could For be it. just like things they've body modded, yeah.
0: That's the beauty of madness. Or oh, just use yeah, them as whatever spice <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, excellent find, Jerry. Yeah, I very, so. very cool.
2: That might need a set of those ladies of
0: chaos. Yeah. Yeah, there's some cracking stuff in there. Trying to think where time to uh,
2: go buying. I think it just collects all the different things together. Yeah, into, uh, I was areas. looking for
0: the doohickey. There is a page where it tells you about uh sculpting. It. There you go. It, yeah. tells it, it looks so like
2: he's from the US as well. He is, is so yeah.
0: Yeah. I think he's, he's up um, northeast direction. Obviously, mm-hmm. Michigan, but I know it's not that. But anyway, uh yeah. So if you're interested in actually getting something sculpted bespokely, bespokely dookly for you. Mm-hmm. You I quite like how you could missing.
2: misread his rates thing because he has a kill a kill rate <laughs> or a kill fee. I was like, are you also a a hitman? <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Got to supplement that income
0: in the Spoilers. economy we're living in. He gives them ben. lead poisoning. Spoilers. <laughs> anyway, that is satire art studios or satire, depending on your choice. Um, we're going to move on it. and Jerry. have a look at some news after the swish. Coming to you from the center of Northwestern Europe. Covering board games, war games, card games, and all that you love. It's the News. <laughs> okay, we are back and we are kicking off the news. Mm. Something big from Mantic Games. Oh, yeah. Um, mm. Their Firefight game, which is their uh, larger scale sci-fi uh, war game. Uh, I'm going to say larger scale there is theoretically one bigger which is Warpath uh, but it's still lurking in its sort of secondary editioniness and hasn't really had much love so they've been focusing more on Firefight uh, since the second edition launched last year Um, and it's very much a stepping stone if you're coming from Dead Zone which is the small skirmish game uh, then it shares a lot of similarities with it rules-wise. And if you're coming from the Fantasy Kings of War game, it shares a lot of similarities rules and stat-wise. So there's sort of strands to the game that's shared with both uh, of those systems, which means it's a good evolution, a nice stepping stone. Um, and and this is sort of 40, 50 models, couple of vehicles type of thing thrown on the table, go nuts. Um really really like the the rule set the the second edition was a, a massive seed change for it uh and as you can see there's a couple of little videos there's a little chat with ronnie and dan about what their plans are um and then there's also uh the matt and rob did uh, some introductory videos to firefight um mm-hmm. but long story short they are not revamping it every year uh, Kings of War gets uh, what's called the Clash of Kings book, where they sometimes add new units, new ways to play scenarios, list balance, tweak things. Um, the first of these for firefighters coming called Command Protocols. Now this one is a one-stop shop, so it contains all the rules, plus the list balancing, plus the new lists for things like Maison Labs were added. Um, if people wanted to play GCPS mixed with Plague and Aliens, that have been so cool. Uh, Played with, experimented on, mind-controlled, would never say that. Anyway, Amazing Labs, they're great people. Wouldn't say anything about, about them. They're not always listening. Don't worry about it. Um, but it also includes a new way to play, which is called Annihilation. So if you are brand spanking new, don't have anything else, you can pick up all the rules with all the updates in one brand spanking new book um i imagine going forward they will just do the command protocols as the single little book and the same as clash of kings where you're just getting one book with just uh, the slight or the, the new updates and that sort of thing um but the interesting thing for me uh, because i may have bought a few vehicles during warpath uh, and they're not easy to fit into a list if anybody's seen uh a few weeks ago i, I played paul oh, uh in firefight up at the club and talked about it on the xlbs and um and we only had a couple of vehicles aside uh as far as the big ones went uh he had a tunner i bought a, a holter apc and then threw uh, a load of wreckier wielding uh flamethrower nutbag forge fathers up and set fire to his whole army it was amazing but they're expensive and it's tricky to do so annihilation is coming up with not just new scenarios for the annihilation game but also a new way of building your lists Uh, so instead of of having these as support choices that you have to unlock through infantry um, you can now build mechanized lists that will allow you to uh, you unlock infantry and other support options through sort of a chunky um, vehicle or two in your list so it it flips the list building on its head somewhat specifically for these annihilation missions so if you want to play a bit more of a uh, vehicle heavy force you can it'll be interesting to see when the the rules come out how that impacts gameplay and is it viable to play a mechanized list against the non-mechanized list in a Mm. scenario and vice Mm. versa um because i'd like to have the options and i'll probably try it anyway um but as you can see here there are some new vehicles accompanying this as well so tanks um, are cool tanks are cool so um mantic have collaborated with a couple of companies before uh archon obviously are now doing their plastics and their new plastic stuff has been amazing. And they have this Wolverine tank. The Wolverines, yeah. Mm -hmm. So Mantic are borrowing it. Uh, They've also, if you look at the back, there's a little APC variant at the back. That's Mm -hmm. a Reson uh, Reson, (laughs) upgrade pack um, that Mantic can themselves (laughs) uh, to to allow you to feel them as as APCs. Um, So you can have sort of defined command vehicles and, and stuff like that um they've also been working with warlord games because they've released armada using the um, black seas um set from warlord and in this case they've gone and borrowed some gates of antari's hovery flyer types um to use as supplementary forces for the enforcers the enforcers already have a big hulking ship as things stand however it's more for the mainline troops these are the enforcer pathfinders so sort of recon type people who uh get out and about so mm. interested to see where the rules go with this
2: i think it matches uh, the aesthetic really well actually
0: yeah yeah, yeah they, they fit in nicely mm. especially when it's painted up in the uh the enforcer
2: yeah, colors. yeah. that
0: that really helps things uh, a fair bit i feel um but yeah it's interesting to see that they're, they're sort of branching out it also means that they can go right ahead and push more vehicles without having to go well you'll get rules for them now but you may not get a vehicle for a couple of years mm. because they've got to budget it in there's already a couple of plastic kit vehicles out there that they they work with companies already i think
2: i think it links quite nicely into Manix philosophy that you can buy their models yep. but you don't have to in order to play their game you can just go up yep. and get whatever you want in order to represent your troops mm. so them sort of bringing in other kits from different companies is kind of reinforcing that idea which is Great for people who want, who are just collectors and want yeah. to pick up nice, cool things from different wow. companies.
0: So- wow, you get a lot of marauders. Yeah, but is that a lot of marauders, or is that not? That's a lot of marauders. marauders. So the um, the new book, which is, I don't know if it's hardback. The mock-up is hardback. It looks hardback. I'll preface, yeah. I'll preface it like that. The mock-up is hardback, um, and it's thirty quid by itself. Mm. Um, the book is going to go into the old starter set. Um, which has got the Marauders and the Enforcers, standard mm. Enforcers and Peacekeeper armor. Filth. Um, so you'll be able to get that. However, they have announced that there is going to be a new starter set as well, which is possibly leaning more towards the vehicle side of things mm. with the Vermin and the Forge Fathers. I really don't need this, but I know what price these vehicles are. Mm. Uh, and therefore, that makes it too good to pass up is <laughs> the way i look at that that is the old firefight cover however it is the new yeah um, you get the, the rules yes, in the, there yeah the new rule the new one there. Yeah. so don't yeah. worry about that uh these by the way these little tunnelers they are absolutely gorgeous an utter filthy game if you're playing vermin you need to have at least three of those at least um, possibly substantially more anyway um well they've announced that there are the vehicles coming for uh forge fathers and gcps and astrians and all sorts of things some of them are a bit further off so we're not entirely certain what's coming yet have seen new upgrade kit for the um Ford father half track so there's like a new assault right. ramp type door at the front they already have an apc so i'm interested to see what rules that will get Veerman have also been tired with getting something new again not sure because this this bit of kit that's Front drill section can be spread out, and you can have a massive cannon put in there instead. And they also do a second section that you can actually chain them together like a, a land train, oh, extend it for, cool. for APC carrying capacity. um So it's already a, a quite interesting little kit as is. I imagine they're probably not going to make a whole new vehicle for them, but maybe they'll um they'll do some additional resiny parts or something for a change in that. So you can mess around with the kit a bit more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They've also said. Um, with annihilation that they'll be adding a few new rules for vehicles. So currently vehicles work just like anything else. They've got a load of wounds on them or, uh, or they can take X number of damage and then they'll, they'll break. Uh, I think they're adding weapon and, um, sort of hull damage type affair. So, um, the idea is to still keep the game very quick and easy to play, but make the vehicles more of a feature in the annihilation missions. Yeah. So I'm, I'm interested to see how that goes. I don't like a bookkeeping heavy game, mm-hmm. so there's that. But as long as it's not too uh, too big in position, I'll be happy to see it. They'll mm-hmm. be adding all the stuff to the um, companion apps, well, when the book comes out, certainly, but maybe before then. Um, and I know the companion tracks things if you play in, in game, because I tried doing that on my phone, and it was, I could mark things as activated, and mark them as broken and stuff. It was like clicky buttons. Um, I still put tokens down on the table because otherwise I'd forget who I clicky-buttoned. <laughs> but, but I imagine they'll probably add a feature like that into the app if you use apps. Otherwise, I'll just be putting dice beside them to go what's knocked off. Mm. Mm-hmm. They did throw up a little interesting thing at the end, though, which is a roadmap for the rest mm. of the year. Mm. So the rulebook update is, well, it's up for pre-order already. Um, I think it's at the printer and due to come out end of the month. The new two player starter set likewise is up for pre-order and coming, um, the vehicles of which there are several sort of upgrade kits to things like the M- mules and Hornets and, uh, a new, well, you've seen the, the Antari flyer drone thing mm-hmm. for the enforcer pathfinders. But then there's also like a big radar dish com- CNC command and control vehicle upgrade for the, enforcer's cool. main uh, flyer. So those are on the way, but the others, the astrians Vermin Forge Fathers, are going to come a little bit down the line. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think September, October time is all the new terrain from they had a, a Kickstarter start of the year, so that's new plastic alien trees and ah, stuff. The modular oh. stuff that
2: you can build up into different mm-hmm. levels and stuff. Yes, yeah.
0: yeah. Oh. Uh, I seen the first test shots of those um yesterday. Actually, they look quite nice. I like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then this new releases at the end of the year with the big nasty enforcer symbol on it. Uh, so not sure what's going to happen with that in December. Do you want an, uh,
2: an army of Iron Men? You can have an army of Iron Men. But you can
0: have them already. <laughs> so now I'm wondering what are they going to give them? Um, yeah. They don't really deserve anything else unless I'm playing them. But last time I played them, I got, <laughs> got vermin <laughs> off the table. So I need to go yeah. back. Clearly what, a bit of less building is required. What I think
2: is really nice about this as well is that they've really. it feels like they've really gone in and solidified the identity of what Firefight is now as a mm-hmm. game. Rather than it rather than the Warpath universe feeling very much in flux. Because yeah. Dead Zone was always very much a, a thing and you Hashtag knew what it was. Life. Yeah.
0: And
2: yeah. then Firefight and Warpath were kind of like nebulous almost. Yeah. Whereas I think this has been a really good it's been, things have gone in the right direction for Mantic in terms of designing the game and yeah. sort of bring it, and, and sort of putting the right message out to people like this is a great alternative to something like, for example, Warhammer 40,000 And yeah. as Ronnie said in the video. Um, like the only thing that's stopping it becoming bigger is more people playing the game. And like everybody knows that it's great fun. We've talked about it in multiple times. We mm-hmm. talked about it last year when we did the awards as well. Uh, and so, like having a game like, you know, Warpath out there is this like legitimate offering for people to dive into it seems like a really cool idea, especially because so many of those core factions have been expanded to have loads of different kits for them as well. Well, So you know what the aesthetics like. You can pick up official models if you want. You can go down the route of picking up different things and playing around with them as well. If
0: you've got kit kicking around from Mm. other companies. So like you see there, you know, Gates of Antares, if you want to run your Gates of Antares as enforcers,
2: Mm -hmm. go for
0: it. If you've already got the stuff sitting there. Um, The rules you can get for free on the Companion anyway yeah um so you don't even have to pay anything to buy it. and the only thing you'll need is d8 they've actually got a big box of d8 pre-order as well is 27 d8 for a tenner so i, I had a calculator up and it, says, it tells me 37 pence of dice which isn't far yeah, okay. off hmm. bargain bucket price anyway when you're buying yeah. dice because that's the, the the big thing is um the game is very easy to get into it's very easy to play you can use stuff you have you can get the rules you just need to pick up a set of dice if you don't already have tons of dice kicking around and you're good to go mm. um, and let's be honest we're, we're gamers so we have all of the dice well i do but not everybody's me um, <laughs> so so sometimes you do you know but then there's dice rolling apps on, yeah. on phones yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. so mm-hmm. if you if you want to play it for literally no cost get the free rules use models you've already got and give it mm-hmm. a go because it's it's interesting the the change of second edition we talked about this last year so we'll go into it too much but the, the focus on Firefight rather than on Warpath. Warpath wants to be grand scale games, but they didn't have the infrastructure and they didn't have the um, kits there to mm. support it and to drive it. I think focusing on Firefight and getting it embedded and getting people yeah. playing it is is the mm-hmm. best way to go. And also with the, the change of Firefight being this uh, blend of Kings of War and Dead Zone, Means the rules are much more accessible than they were in the second edition version. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what comes next. It's also, I know we don't talk price because prices vary and people buy from the internet and then you have import taxes, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, I'd been looking at those flying drone type things on Warlord's website for something entirely different a while ago. Um, and they're like £29 a kit. The Enforcer starter set, that little strike force, is two of them. Plus all the enforcer models is seventy pounds or seventy-five. So it's sixty pounds for two vehicles or seventy-five quid for two vehicles plus twenty odd enforcer pathfinders. That is a ridiculous. Sounds like price. a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't need any more pathfinders. I literally have too many of them, but I'll still do it that way. Cause you know, I'm using for something else. I can push them into um push them into a plague pit and laugh. <laughs> anyway, yeah what's up next ben
2: uh so moving from the realms of sci-fi we're going to fantasy uh, with some more awesome miniatures coming from the folks at parabellum for the worlds of conquest um, kicking things off we have a brand new founders exclusive miniature uh, which is available on uh, limited release uh, they'll only ever make so many of these you to dive into which is very cool uh, but this one is a wonderful uh, diorama piece vignette um showcasing saint george and the dragon um, which is obviously linked into our own myth and legends from our own you know history mm-hmm. uh, but also has been blended into the tales from the hundred kingdoms as well which i think is really nice um and so it kind of gives you this kind of uh, a fun real world analog to draw on which is cool um, i can see a lot of people uh diving in and picking this up and uh having a lot of fun painting this because it looks absolutely gorgeous um, so the base obviously shows the kind of writhing dragon um, or the serpent creature rising up to strike at the uh, the Knight St. George, but then you've obviously got the knight striking down as well. And I love that they've got that kind of saintly image of this, mm. which kind of ties back into a lot of art and sculpture based on St. George and the Dragon that we've seen as well, which is really cool. Um, so again, some real-world analogues to what's happening there too. Uh, so this one was by Stavros Halkius, um, who designed this, and there's going to be 750 pieces available. Uh, it'll come in its own collector's box, um, and the knight, St. George, can be removed from the base as well if you want to use it in your games. Obviously, it's 35mm scale, so it's a little bigger than kind of standard 28mm that a lot of people play as well, but obviously works nicely with the rest of the Conquest range, which is 35mm as well. Um, and yeah, uh, I think it's going to be absolutely amazing to see what people do with this when it comes to painting it, because it looks gorgeous. It's,
0: and, this uh, hair's the wrong colour. <laughs> it, yes. it should be a ginger. <laughs> should I, be a ginger. Here, like a Georgian man. ginger. <laughs> Same. Um, it so, yeah, it's a spectacularly yeah. dynamic, uh, I suppose, yes. model. I would say so. Yeah. Yeah. Even, if, um, even if you don't collect the 100 kingdoms, I mean, yeah. there's, there's some work in that. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: so it's available to pre-order right now. Will it be available um, fully in August, so not too long uh, for yep. you to get your, par- your pre-orders in with Parabellum. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're not picking up anything like the St. George and the Dragon, I'd highly recommend going to check out the Artisan series as well because they do mm-hmm. some really nice mm-hmm. stuff um, in terms Ooh. of big giants and all sorts of stuff and things like that. Um, but as My well as character. the yeah, so as well as the uh, the the large diorama, we also had some new miniatures coming out for the Nords. Um, so one of these is the, and I want to say it's pronounced thing Thane. thing 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 yeah
0: <laughs> the, the, the g can be a y yeah. sometimes in scandinavian um, to annoy me specifically yeah especially when duolingo says i'm not pronouncing that correctly are <laughs> <laughs> uh, you still learning scandinavian yep
2: yeah uh, so this is a new officer that you can throw into the mix for your nord armies um as you might have guessed by the design of the model they are kind of Sort of bringing in a little bit of that kind of Byzantine sort of look to them, which I think mm. is quite nice. Uh, as if you were off uh, fighting for another another kingdom somewhere old, as a mercenary, Rangian perhaps. Guardian. Yeah, Avenging Guard. So uh, these are the uh, the slightly the upper crust, perhaps, of Nord society that mm. are very loyal to their leaders, their jarls and stuff, and so they will um, join your units, and they will be able to. Um, give you extra defensive abilities when you're playing your games, which is quite nice. So they'll be able to hold the shield wall, as it were. Um, and uh, yeah, so you've got a new officer model there for the Nords, but then my favorite. Oh, my God. The Nords do some amazing... The Nords have some amazing dual kits, and I think these uh, are another winner for me. So this is the Ulf which can also be built as the Bearsacks as well. Um, so these are two heavy well, one light and one heavy melee uh, unit for you to drop into the Nords for when you want to turn everything in front of you into Mm mincemeat. You can go with the Ulfedna, which is the kind of dual weapon-wielding warriors there, you can see, with their skull masks and things. And they're essentially just a big whirlwind of blades that'll sort of dice and mince everything that comes up against them. But if you want to form into a... uh, uh, a, a, you want to form up, charge, and smash a shield wall to pieces. Then you want to have the bear sarks at the front with their axes at the ready, um, charging into the mitts with those big, heavy axes. And they should uh, make easy work of a lot of armoured individuals that your enemies might be able to bring to the tabletop. And again, just amazing sculpts um, for this dual kit um, with really nice kind of like headdresses and all that kind of thing. So I love the big bear. Um, pelt that you can have on the back of the leader and stuff, and the skulls and everything as well. Um, these alongside some of the stuff that they've done previously, like their kind of raiders and stuff, uh, for the Nords are making it very hard to ignore picking up an army to dive into conquest, I think, because these just look mm. amazing.
0: But yeah, I, cool. I don't want to worry anybody, but the Ulf Hitner have eight attacks per stand. Wow, <laughs> that's that's obscene. Yeah, murder, murder, uh, murder. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Bloodlust is a special rule. So they can perform a charge even if they've just arrived as reinforcements on the battlefield that turn. Ooh, uh, after murderiness. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Coming in on the flank, right up there, having suffered no wounds because they've been on table to be pinged away by your opponent with plagues, mm. And then they just come screaming out there and do you up like yeah. a kepper. Uh, and, then, um, and then they also have Lethal Demise. Do the Berserks have that as well? They don't, unfortunately. The lethal Demise is whatever... Whenever you kill one, uh, then you take an automatic head against yourself. So as, as they go down, they take you with them. Mm-hmm. That, that is just that's a I'm blender. absolute mm-hmm. blender right there. And mm. they're um the Berserk Friends, only five attacks per stand, but
2: only, only five.
0: But they do have cleave <laughs> of two, so they are your your hard hitters. They they're gonna chop right through anybody's um mm-hmm. anybody's oh, an armored force. Yeah. 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 I'm not liking any of that.
2: <laughs> but uh, more gorgeous stuff for the Nords there and mm. uh, the folks at Parabellum have promised that there's even more stuff coming down the line as well so yeah. of course, if you're, looking, if you're looking for a fun fantasy game to try out maybe go and have a look at uh, what's available for Conquest
0: if that has mm. piqued your interest there you go yeah you check out the Parabellum spotlights as mm. well where I talk to Konstantinos yeah. did yeah. I mention We're that about one of my ideas made it into all? the world of EAR? Yeah. really <laughs> yep <sighs> <laughs> just uh, 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 thank you Keep You have to watch the uh, spotlights to find out which one it is though. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> right, uh who's up after the Nords?
2: Um so next up we're going to be looking at Wiglaf Miniatures who are producing some stuff in 18 mil Um so we we've, we've talked about these guys in the past as an indie and uh, we've generally looked at their releases and done unboxings and all sorts of different things. Mm. Uh so Wiglaf Miniatures is uh, the work of Daniel Mersey and uh, Mark Copplestone, who have designed a wonderful game. Well, uh, Mersey has designed the game Age of Pender, and then Copplestone has worked on the uh, the miniatures range in eighteen mil, um, which is set for kind of playing out awesome Dark Age uh, war games on the tabletop. Um, that, look, Jerry's showing it off. <laughs> <laughs> of course, he is because Jerry has everything. That's yes, very true. Um, so, the newest releases that have come out for this are two sets. So, you've got a set of Anglo-Saxon princes and warriors. Um, so, we were talking a little bit about Sutton Hoo at the start mm. of the uh, the episode. Maybe these are some of the people that would have been buried here, but uh, they've been uh, designed to match up with um, the kind of warriors that have been found at particular historical sites like this is what mersey said so you've got prittlewell Taplow, Marlow, and lake and heath so if you're kind of into your in-depth history for the period maybe you want to pick some of these up and use them to represent particular characters mm. um as i say these are 18 mil so they've been kind of designed as kind of like travel wargaming size, which i think is quite yeah. nice
0: <laughs> Tra- travel 28s is what Dan travel 28 because the yes. amount of detail on them for 18s yeah. is is Simply ridiculous, just amazing. Yeah,
2: yeah. like copperstones are an amazing sculptures. Yeah. He's fantastic. Yeah, um, but then as well as the princes and warriors on foot, you've also got a new set of mounted warriors, which Cherry was particularly excited about. Um, so you get a whole bunch of these in the sets. So you got six heroic warriors, Death. and then you also get uh, the. Mid- the um, option to run the hero Ixrith of Northumbria as well mm-hmm. um so if you're again if you're into designing particularly historically themed forces you've got an option there which is quite nice uh, well, for those good. people who haven't looked at it before um Age is kind of looking at representing the 7th century on the yeah. tabletop um and they've got Anglo-Saxons, Vendals, the Irish, Welsh and Picts and uh plenty more to come no mm. doubt as well uh, when it comes to uh, what they're offering um, and they're available from the wiglaf website but also you can get them from north star as well which is nice so you've got some a couple of different options for where to pick them up if you want yeah. to play the game so
0: i mm-hmm. thought did we have a chat with dan about it i don't or remember I, or did i talk to dan about something else i think you talked Every, to him everything about everything blurs after a while <laughs> Didn't didn't you talk to him about one of his Rampant games? <laughs> that was it. It was a yeah. second edition line Rampant. Yeah. So the,
1: yeah.
0: the problem is sometimes I go off on tangents and chat to them before and after for extended long time. Okay. So, um, but yeah, the, the game itself, you can get a little paper copy for old people like me, um, which is in big letters so that old eyes can read it. You can also get it for those creepy e-readers like what the kids have. Um, but it's... It blurs the lines between a war game and a board game. Mm, so yeah. it's very easy as far as accessibility goes for picking up a um, a game, especially if you don't play Historics and you're going, well, I might fancy playing something, but I don't want to get massively invested and in I don't have time to, to do eight foot of Saxon board or blah, blah, blah. Because these are 18 mil and you can base them how you want, you can essentially use them like little 40 mil markers and maybe play out on just a, a board that's the size of a coffee table. You just need to be able to draw a grid on it, essentially. Uh, mm-hmm. Sharpie works well. Uh, mm-hmm. Don't tell your mother. <laughs> Take the tablecloth off. Sharpie yeah. the grid on. <laughs> tablecloth back down. But it means it's it's very accessible if people want to try a, a different period and a different style of wargaming as well. Yeah. And those figures from Mark are just stupendous. Yeah. Even if you're not buying them for Age of Panda, they're definitely worth checking out for uh, other gaming goodness. Definitely. We should move on before I get completely distracted by Age of Panda and start wondering (laughs) where they are behind me.
2: (laughs) This is next? Uh, So we're going to be moving a little bit further forward in time, uh, sticking with the kind of idea of historical wargaming, but in a sort of more modern sense. Um, So the folks at Spectre Miniatures have been working away on some new uh, miniatures for you to use in their game Spectre Operations. They very uh, A lot of the time they've focused on doing lots of kind of modern military stuff. So thinking about, you know, wargaming in uh, the Middle East and in sort of Africa and all that kind of stuff. But they're kind of going a little bit close to home, perhaps, and playing around with some criminal elements for some smaller scale conflicts that aren't mm-hmm. quite as world ending. Um, so they've designed three new sets for you to go and pick up. The first of these is the US SWAT team, which you can see there, which was actually designed as as is most of the stuff from the guys at uh, spectre with the help of military professionals and that kind of things. But these ones are actually inspired and uh, that were worked on alongside an officer in Texas who actually works with SWAT teams and things. So these are as accurate as you can get them, which I think is really cool. Um, so you've got them all with all of the appropriate weapons and accessories that you, they might have if they were going to be, um, storming a building or dealing with various criminals. You've also got the chap there at the front with the, uh, riot shield as well, which is quite nice for, uh, soaking a little bit of fire that comes your way, perhaps from a shotgun or two. Um, they also get to ride around in that pretty freaking ace Bearcat, which is the big vehicle behind them. Um, who knew that the US police force had such <laughs> military-grade oh, vehicles, oh, but did. there we go. Oh, there's some amazing videos of it
0: online. There, there's yes. like a couple um, of stoners yeah. in a car. And I'm going to say stoners, they could be surfers, who knows. But anyway, one of these yeah. pull up alongside them and the wheel's about the same height as their car and it's just going, dude, dude. Oh, my God, dude, look at the size of that, dude. It's, and I can't remember the name, so I'm just going to substitute Punxsutawney for it. Has Satoni gone so bad that we need one of these? It's like, <laughs> it's like wow. So like, it must be a little uh, hole in the hedge yeah. type of town. But anyway, ooh, yeah, they um, are amazing.
2: Yeah, so you got those, but then obviously you need some criminals for them to go up against. And so as well as the SWAT team, there's also this set, which I think is... The best of the three that's got mm. released as part of this new set. So this is the um the heist crew. So if you're going to be going and diving into like a proper Hollywood style affair on the tabletop, these are the the team to pick up. I love the suits. I love mm. that they've got a little bit of swish to them, mm-hmm. carrying a whole host of pretty badass criminal weapons. They've even got the duffel bag in there as well. Mr. Yeah, yeah. so if you're going to be running uh, a proper awesome, maybe even Hollywood stylized um, game of uh, Spectre Operations, this is the way to go. Um, I love the idea of maybe you actually play as the heist crew mm-hmm. and you're trying to get out of the bank with all the money and then the the GM is playing as the SWAT team who's yeah. trying to hunt you down so you don't actually know where they're coming from, and then you have to try and like get out into the streets, fight your way through cars and all sorts it's of different really things. a really
0: nice way of inverting it, because generally spec ops yeah. plays with an umpire, somebody mm-hmm. doing it so you're normally breaching and going in, and you don't know where people are going to be. Mm-hmm. I like the idea of coming out. Yeah. Start at the bank and attempt to to get out of the play or the jewellery store and attempt to uh, to get your way back. Very heat.
1: The, uh, yeah. <laughs> <This> just <laughs> reminds me of Perfect Heist 2. Yeah, yeah. Um, These
2: guys look amazing. Oh, they are so cool. But Impressive. but I w-
0: I would use the PD gang. From yes. Games PD. Uh, I would yeah, The Yeah, PD. That would be amazing. I'd love. Oh, you could
2: paint. You could paint all their masks, different yeah. colors and stuff. Oh yeah, Oh, like it. Mexican wrestlers. <laughs> like luchador
1: <Yeah. laughs> oh, the, hang on you just this needs repainted repaint it as luchador
0: masks yes yeah Jesse, uh, well I'll throw it in here for sure novelty value free. do a really nice John Wick figure in the same oh. scale oh. I'm just saying you know I think did a Baba Yaga figure. model as well actually uh, so yeah. there you go maybe well, that, that comes should, back should yeah. have a wee nosy see if that's about not the only
2: criminal elephants though no, yeah, so they've also got another uh, set which is called the Criminal Elements Gang, which is the one you can see there. So if you're going to be doing a little bit of a slightly more low-grade crime, perhaps, uh, <laughs> these guys, if you're going to be smashing in um, kiosks, maybe these are the ones for you to go for. Uh, you can pick these up. They're armed with a range of different weapons that maybe just found. <laughs> Some of them have got slightly older guns. guns. You've got, you've got uh, yeah. AK-47s, you've got shotguns, and for, you know... A Sten. For, yeah, Sten. A Sten, yes. And uh, there's also a dude with a sledgehammer because when all else fails, just hit the guy with a hammer.
0: <laughs> Does anybody make a 28 mil bonfire? <laughs>
1: <laughs> See, these, these remind me of what you would expect the guys to look like that were stealing ATMs around here at one
2: point. Yes. Yeah. yeah. These are literally, ATM heist crew guys.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally, criminals would steal a digger, dig the ATM out of the building, mm-hmm. put it in a trailer, and off with it.
2: Yeah. The guy with the sledgehammer has a right idea because your vest may be bulletproof, but it's not blunt force trauma proof. <laughs> yeah, uh, you might have a shield, but I will smash your shield to pieces with my, <laughs> my well,
1: it, here's the other thing.
2: He won't get deadly force used against him because he's not carrying a firearm. Well, that's true. Uh,
0: yeah. there you go. Oh, I don't think that's how he, that he works. He might just get tasered, <laughs> who knows. <Yeah.
2: laughs> Maybe tasered twice for good measure. Um, but yeah, so these might be a good option for you to sort of play around with these as actual enemies to your games or something like that as i say there's a whole host of really fun miniatures from spectre Mm -hmm. that sort of cover the bevy of sort of modern war gaming if you've ever played a modern warfare video game and you want to play tabletop miniatures this is such a good way for you to dive in especially because of that the game master element that me and jerry were talking jerry was mentioning earlier Mm -hmm. Like having that in there as well, where you've got someone who can throw surprises at you is really fun. Uh, and it means you can play some really interesting scenarios where you never really know what's happening as you go around the corner and stuff as well. And it's also very quick and easy to play, which is always good. So, yeah.
0: Always handy to have. Yeah. 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 See so, so if yeah. you're getting bogged down, you can spend your entire time thinking about the important decisions like
2: yeah.
0: who has the diamonds somebody has the diamonds
2: you need to randomize it with a dice roll at the beginning so you can't remember who you gave the diamonds to and then everybody on the team playing as the heist crew is trying to get away with the diamonds thinking they've got them in the bag but who knows <laughs> double crossing one of them could be sean bean and get shot at the end
0: oh yeah or sean uh, right <laughs> we are going to move away from uh, criminals and swat teams And take Mm -hmm. a look at Wizarding Jewels.
2: Yeah. Uh, So so go for something a little bit more whimsical. Mm -hmm. uh, There's a new couple of sets coming out uh, later this year for the Harry Potter miniatures adventure game from the folks at uh, Night Models. Um, They've been producing miniatures for the Harry Potter universe, the Potterverse, for the last Mm -hmm. little while. And uh, they're now going to be bringing a new sort of edition, new game, out uh, which is called wizarding Jewels. um the focus of this is to try and um revamp things make it quicker and easier to play and give you some new options for diving in and having fun with the, the world of harry potter the core set for wizarding Jewels um is available to pick up which comes with models for harry hermione and ron alongside hedwig you've got to have hedwig, hedwig in there <laughs> uh, and then on the other side you have the two death eaters and he who shall not be named Voldemort. Uh, I've, I've done it now. It's oh, well, he's another. coming for oh, well. um, And you also get everything else that you need to play in the game. They've kind of... If, if you were thinking of a game to kind of use as an analogue for this to sort of match up to it, mm-hmm. think like Warhammer Underworldsy style level of gameplay, where you're playing yeah, nice. with a handful of characters per side. I was getting that vibe just yeah. even from how the, the game board is laid out. Yeah, so you, you will have a um a band of heroes or villains, and during the game, you will obviously be trying to take out your opponent with magical spells. Mm -hmm. The other thing that's nice about this is they've got like a really nice randomized deck of um, objectives for you to uh, go for. So you'll draw objectives from that deck, and they might be do a certain amount of damage or cast this particular type of spell, take this um, series of objectives in the right order and that kind of thing, Mm -hmm. and there'll always be an equal number of each type of objective in that deck. So when you dive into play the game, you're always going to get a really nice balance of different things for you to do, which aren't just dealing with your enemies and, and kicking their ass with spells and casting Avada Kavada on everybody and killing them. Mm-hmm. Um, the other nice thing as well is that they've taken the combat and moved it over to a deck-based combat now. So you actually flip cards to... Um, add to your spells to cast them and things, which is a really nice thing to uh, sort of play, go away from dice, which I think is quite nice. And each of the cards that you use within that deck will sometimes have modifiers for them as well, so it might give you extra power or do more damage and or mm. have some strange effect, like flip or move somebody around on the tabletop, which I think is quite nice, and kind of plays into the idea of maybe not casting the right kind of spell and things going a little bit weird and stuff. Um, so yeah, so that's the, the, the starter set for Wizarding Duels. But on top of that... Um, which is kind of like your new entry into the world of Harry Potter there's also two expansion packs as well um so these it should be noted all the miniatures that you see here are going to be uh, available as single piece plastics so you'll just be able to get them and just start playing the game there's no okay. assembly just paint them and, and have fun if you want to or, or just play with bare plastic if you prefer um so this is the magical master set which comes with loads of uh, characters from hogwarts staff <laughs> so which is probably the worst staff in the history of schools how is that school still going it should have been shut down a long time ago i mean uh, but my, my most hated character is right there who's your most hated character umbridge oh yes yes you, you must not tell lies get rid of umbridge Yeah, I I want everyone to just gang up on her. Uh, But anyway, (laughs) you've got Albus Dumbledore in there. You've got McGonagall. You've got Sirius Black. You've got Hagrid. You've got loads of fun characters from the Harry Potter world. Uh, on the good side of things, but then on the evil side of things. You also have the Servants of the Dark Lord. I feel it's a little bit harsh on Snape that he's in there, but there we go. Uh, But you've got folks like uh, Snape and Fenrir Greyback, and you've got a couple more Death Eaters in there too. Uh, You've got Bellatrix Bellatrix Lestrange as well, and Peter Pettigrew. Um, So if you're a fan of the Harry Potter universe and you want to dive in and have fun on the tabletop, they've got this whole new game for you to dive into and have fun with. Loads of uh, new miniatures that have been designed as well. So all the stuff that came in the new set was was new, which is quite nice. And yeah. Then you've also got all the stuff in these different boxes, which are all these single piece plastics, which is fantastic uh, for people who just want to start playing games quickly. Um, I'm I'm really eager to see what happens when it comes to the gameplay side of this when yeah. we dive a little bit deeper into
0: how it plays because it sounds like a really fun system. I think the card, and, uh, the change yeah. from dice to cards, makes yeah. a lot of sense mm-hmm. because it's very difficult to get magic across yeah. uh, on On the tabletop. It's such a mm. visual uh, thing normally. Um, yeah. Just, just rolling a, a D10 and going uh, five up, uh, take three wounds all the time yeah. would get very stale mm-hmm. very quickly, whereas being able to mix and match and mm-hmm. upgrade or potentially uh, fail to cast a spell based yeah. on the cards mm. seems interesting. Uh, there's maybe a bit more flavor to it that way. Yeah. 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 I like the idea of because they're, they're always uh, weird incantations that you mispronounce and stuff aren't they? The, <laughs> the idea of having just a lot of syllables on cards that you're having to try and put them together to chain the words to make yes. it particularly that powerful, would, be quite, yeah. it would be good. I imagine yeah. they're not going to go that far because that, no. that way it's w- madness. It would
2: madness, be quite I nice think. if you had to shout Expelliarmus every time you wanted to do Expelliarmus or something. So, <laughs> or, or
0: for <laughs> fans of the hit TV show Nightmare that is very popular with yeah. kids just go spellcasting and then have to spell yeah. it out. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, we, al- we already know what what uh, Jerry's Patronus would be, and it would be a squirrel. So that's already
0: sorted. I, I want to know, so.
2: who's the Mandalorian bat? that That's a snitch. So oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Mandalorian <laughs> bat.
2: not, not a
1: Mandalorian bat. It's wearing a tea
0: helmet. As well, I do you? see it now,
1: and I will yeah. never unsee it. <laughs> oh,
0: okay. This is the way. No Mandalorian yeah. bat for me then.
2: Okay, yeah. well. Uh, yeah, check out for that. Uh, yeah. Pre-order's available now. We'll be coming out later in the year. So,
0: yeah. All right. We have one last news story. Mm-hmm. So that's very very interesting oh, you did there. <laughs> yeah.
2: jerry yeah. jerry oh, your levels of happiness yeah, yeah. um so uh, a couple of weeks ago now, um, we didn't get to talk about it last week because we were doing the Sprinkling Challenge, which is infinitely more fun. Important. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> for those who want to play uh, the Horus Heresy, but on a tiny, tiny scale, uh, Legion's Imperialis was announced for um, uh, the Warhammer Worlds. Um, so this is a essentially a new take on the Horus Heresy, but also an old take in many ways. Um, this is them sort of embracing the idea of epic, Um but uh, in the scale matched to Adeptus Titanicus and Aeronautica Imperialis, those games are around 8 mil in scale. The mm. old Epic was obviously about 6 mil. So this has obviously been changed just slightly. Um, but again, obviously, the other big focus of this is that it's not being played in the grim dark future of 140,000. Mm. It's being played in 30K. So the Horus Heresy. Um, you can get yourself the big new set for Legions Imperialis very soon, actually. I think it's about August. By the time this land, which is quite, you know, not only a month away. Uh, and inside the set, you're going to get a whole host of new miniatures. So for the Space Marine side, you've got, well, it's quite a few command squads, tactical legionnaires, assault marines, support legionaries, legion cataphractes, terminators, the temp- contempt dreadnoughts, the Sakaran battle tanks, and the predators. And then on the solar auxilia side of things, which is quite fun for a lot of people, uh, you've mm. got the solar auxilia legate. Commander, the auxiliary tactical command sections, the auxiliaries themselves, the auxiliary flamers, the velitari shock troops, the charonite ogrins, the aethon heavy sentinels, which are pretty new for people mm. to dive into and have fun with, Lehman Russ battle tanks, and the malcador heavy tanks as well. Um, all of these can be used to create a single army if you if you want. So maybe you want to sort of pick up the legions imperial set and be like, I'm just gonna make an entire army out of this one box. Mm-hmm. Or you could split it with a friend and you could do a little bit of uh, mixing and matching and play around with a couple of Space Marines per side or even go with just all Solar Auxilia versus all Space Marines. You also get the two big Warhound Titans in the set as well um, which will allow you to dive in and uh, and uh, use some Titan-esque uh, badassness on the mm-hmm. tabletop. Mm-hmm. This also means, as I mentioned earlier, that you can use all the stuff from Adeptus Titanicus in this game. You can use all the stuff from Aeronautica Imperialis uh, in this game as well. So if you want to have drop troops uh, coming in via planes, then you can do. If you want to blast things to pieces with the Titans, you can do. Mm. All of the terrain that was previously released for Adeptus Titanicus is also going to get re-released again. So you can get that a lot easier than this time around. And that will also be very good for playing six, uh, these epic scale games on the tabletop. Not 6 mil because it's 8 mil now. <laughs> uh, and yeah uh, if you're looking to play an entirely different um, version of the Horus Heresy on the tabletop with huge battles being played out uh, between uh, armies of loyalists and traitors you can now do that um, it certainly makes sense from a business perspective for them mm. to do the Horus Heresy because it's a hell of a lot easier <laughs> you only have to make Space Marines and Imperial Guard or Solar Exilia you don't have to make lots of Xenos races Um, But uh, it'll be very interesting to see where they go with this in the future.
0: On that note, Mm. um, somebody had pointed out that the Xenos races for Aeronautica and I don't know if they did any for Debs Titanicus. they've all gone last chance to buy.
2: Have they? Yeah.
0: Don't I want don't. people playing with their 40k stuff. Can't use because. your
2: Eldar. No.
0: That explains why I had a big order of Aeronautic Imperialis this morning. <laughs> it was all zeros. Yep. That makes sense. Yep. So Someone's stocking yeah, okay. up. All of that's yeah. been culled. Uh... Uh, which, obviously, if people were using that to play uh, games of Epic or whatever, um, mm-hmm. using some of the, the online um, rule sets that are out there, yeah. or you know, the, mm-hmm. the fan versions that have been maintained, uh, a big chunk of your capability is just being removed from you Mm -hmm. um so yeah interesting no more aircraft for you i I understand why they're going horus heresy um it's not going to be one of the mainline things it doesn't cannibalize 40k because you're not playing 40k you're playing a different thing and it means they can shoehorn it into forge world and then go it lives over there with the other horus heresy Mm -hmm. Uh, and if they get the uptake then maybe they'll throw the gaming community a bone and move it into 40k at some point yeah. and expand it but otherwise i mean horace heresy does nothing for me i don't care about it mm-hmm. um horace heresy in epic scale would probably be more interesting because the things that you shouldn't see on a 40k table greater demons Primarchs, um mm-hmm. make more sense an epic well yeah because it's a large scale scale battle yeah Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. so maybe that might be slightly more interesting but i think it's Mm. the do you know where the horace heresy comes from this came up in the um uh talking miniatures book Mm -hmm. um it, it came because the they only had the capacity to print or to make one plastic multi-part box set for a long time. And that was Space Marines and everybody was buying Space Marines and they needed a way to get people to play Space Marines against Space Marines. So somebody came up with the Horus heresy.
2: We should probably and write a reason for them to and this to happen. That, <laughs> is, and that is why it exists.
0: We only have one plastic box set. We need yeah. a reason for them to fight each other the Horus Heresy was born. So, um, you know, it, it's it, it was always very nebulous and just kind of, you know, brother against brother. Yeah. But Jesus, it's dull when it's well, just so, the so, two so, factions that are slamming against each other pretty much exactly the same.
2: Something that someone brought up actually is, like previously to the Horus Heresy novel series coming out, the Horus Heresy was this mysterious thing that nobody really knew about. And so you could kind of game in the gaps a little bit like you do with, yeah. mm-hmm. with one of 40,000. Someone was saying now all the books have come out and we now know the story from the very beginning all the way to the very end. Essentially, everybody knows what's happened and who lives and who dies. It, it, it's it's one of the things that's nice about was nice about 40k is that you can still tell stories that are entirely your own. Whereas in the Horus Heresy, it's a little bit almost like historical wargaming. Well, actually, in fact, it is historical yeah. wargaming, but within a fictional world where you're like, well, actually, no, I'm going to represent this battle that happened here. And you knew who the winner was, but kind of maybe you're playing around with yeah, kind I'm, of a what-if situation. I, I
0: don't mind that so much. Even with, well, mm. with historics, you're, you're often pitting specific forces against each other. Mm. I don't know if, what depth they go into in the books to go X fought Y here, here was the order of battle, here was the deployment, blah, blah, blah. Um,
2: quite a lot of black books that have. <laughs> so, 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 yeah.
0: So, yeah, so yeah. I mean, I, I don't mind historical refight in that respect yeah. but when you've got a sci-fi universe that you've built up all of these interesting armies just go L. we're L. just going to focus on yeah. the humans mm-hmm. fighting against the other humans mm-hmm. with the same yeah. stuff it yeah. just seems like they're, they're just you'd, you'd want a, whole, a little bit more i want yeah. squad land
2: I'm, trains I'm, that's what i want yeah i'm sure we'll see some interesting stuff done for this and we'll have right. some oh can you imagine some, an orc horde in this scale
0: yeah Yes, yes. Well,
2: a lot of people are saying that's one of the nice things about Epic was all the things we've just mentioned there, the weird and wacky things that are so big that wouldn't necessarily be in normal games or so weird <laughs> yeah, or that no one's ever done them before. The, the,
0: the, yeah, you, so. couldn't, you couldn't put an orc bad boy, um, or what you call it, their, their towers, their wizarding towers. Where they just would be pushed around the battlefield collecting psychic energy and exploding things you yeah. couldn't put one of those in a 40k tabletop um mm-hmm. or the massive engines of corn or squat land trains or the huge gyrocopter. Like there, there there's so mm-hmm. many big things and the point of going to big scale is to show off things yeah. like the titans and stuff mm-hmm. um and then just just being so i mean maybe it will do well enough that they'll go oh yeah maybe we should do it for 40k again i just think they're going to keep things like this separate and distinct from the main line so mm. they don't have to worry about sort of um, cannibalizing their own fan base in that respect. Yeah. Right?
1: Well, I even on top of that, just the the workload of trying <laughs> to convert all of those races into that scale.
0: Yeah. There be, be a mountain of work to do. Yeah, that's yeah. all, card. You just control scroll. Is that how you minimize and go back? You just down.
2: give a spaceman a pointy hat and it's an elder, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I thought, fine. They're anyway. like fifty kid kits a week. Uh, eight mil, you know? definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Def- no, it'd be no problem. Just, um, just divert that. Just put out one less forty k primaris Lieutenant. So what, are you just going <laughs> to scale down all of the twenty eight mil
2: sprues? Well, yeah, think, think, yeah, think yeah, how yeah. many, think how many epic models you could fit on a sprue for a primaris Lieutenant. Yeah. Oh my God, you get
1: like full <laughs> cool company. How many talents you could get at that
0: scale? <laughs> do a whole army of them. right? Enough of this. Uh, we shall take a quick switch, and when we come back, we'll be taking a look at some three D printing and Kickstarters. Okay, we're back to take a look at some 3D printing. A little bit of a historical one here, Mm. Benjamin.
2: Yeah. Um, So we've talked about Henry Turner mentions in the past. Uh, Mm. We looked at some of their work that they've been doing on, uh, I think it was the Warsaw Pact stuff in a smaller scale, Mm -hmm. uh, as well as some boats and all sorts of different things that you can use for historical warfare. Um, But there's a Kickstarter coming up very soon, uh, which is all going to be focused around... um, the Napoleonic era mm-hmm. and uh, fighting at Waterloo. So I thought it would be a fun idea to dive into what they have on offer over on my mini factory and also have a little bit of a look, a preview of what's coming up as part of the Kickstarter because it looks pretty awesome and it's very timely considering a particular movie has been, uh, <laughs> has been showcased on uh, the old YouTubes recently uh, with mm-hmm. Mr. Joaquin Phoenix in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so Henry Turner Miniatures um, they do a whole range of awesome 3D printable files for playing out lots of different uh, wargaming periods um, they've done a really nice range of stuff that goes from 6mm through to 15mm which is quite nice um, and you've got loads of medieval stuff in there um, alongside lots of the Napoleonic and Modern Warfare stuff as well at the same time, well I say Modern but sort of like World War 2, World War 1 as well So, um, but yeah Uh, A really nice little selection of stuff uh, for you to dive into and have fun with. There's some really nice little kits and things in there. Of course, one of the nice things about 3D printing at this scale is that you're not having to worry about lots of bits. (laughs) You kind of just print a a bunch of miniatures and they come out as one, which is always nice to see. Yeah, Um, that's a lot of crew. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs)
0: <laughs> well all,
2: all these guns probably required a, a specialist team more often than not so yeah I bow. say a specialist team it's probably just really one guy with a like wick a, <laughs>
0: 150 of them
2: they keep those yeah. we, we assured you that the, the bombard would work it has no wheels what happens if it explodes what if it rocks back I don't know <laughs> it shattered its casing and killed everybody around it oh wonderful
0: <laughs> it's, it's fine absolutely fine
2: um, but uh, yeah, it's a really nice little section of stuff that's been done um, for those kind Silly of else. two scales, so kind of like six mil through to 15. Mm. What's really nice about the stuff that Henry Turner does <laughs> as well is that it's all very well researched. So he's, he goes into the 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 books and everything like mm. that and um, stuff from the period and thinks about the kind of weapons that people would be using, the armor and, and, uh, and stuff like that as well, uh, to kind of bring you some really nice kind of varied forces to use on the tabletop. Um, the other thing is, is obviously like at that scale, you don't necessarily need a massive amount of detail in nope. your miniatures, but Turner goes to the process of adding quite a lot of that anyway. <laughs> yeah.
0: You'll see that, that specifically it, when we look at stuff in the Paleonic period. But, uh, hmm. yeah. Um, I, but yeah, I do like the chunkiness of the sculpts because mm-hmm. at six mil, you want a bit of robustness. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Robustosity, as mm. I believe the phrase is, because mm. there's nothing worse than picking up tiny little model that looks spectacular and it's all little bits going everywhere and then mm-hmm. all the little bits have gone onto the floor because you broke them off yeah like <laughs> sad panda.
1: I do like that he's doing the, the supports and stuff already in the main designs mm-hmm. so uh, I, I guess that's just becoming more and more of
2: a standard thing now yeah I think it's just to make it easier for people isn't it really mm-hmm.
1: so well again it's the 3D printing is beginning to get to the stage where it is just plug and play yeah
2: yeah, I'm John's not special working. anymore. Yeah. Everyone can print amazing <laughs> things without having to do any tweaks. Well, to I mean, he he
1: material. just got his new Allegoo in, and it yeah. seems to be really, really good compared to the Chiron that we had.
2: Yeah, of
1: course, I'm the, keep
0: up medieval stuff until I'm stopped. By the way, so this is
2: for guys. <laughs> no, no, that's totally fine, Jerry. Uh, well, the thing that's quite nice about it as well, and I think it's it's a key thing for this scale too, is that you don't necessarily want your models to just look like blobs. And so I think having the extra kind of slightly heroic element to it in terms of having the heads be a little bit bigger and the weapons be a little bit bigger and all that kind of thing is really good because it kind of works well as a signifier of what's what on the tabletop and also means that you can Make a miniature pop very easily by just adding that little bit of an extra wash to the face to pull out all of the details that Turner has sculpted into it. And suddenly it's very recognizable as like lots of humans fighting rather than lots of little tin cans walking across the table, which is, which is good. So, yeah.
1: yeah. Now, to make Jerry sad, what do we have aside from
0: Medieval? Other. <laughs> uh,
2: other Hitch medieval things.
0: things. <laughs> <laughs> made me what, sad. The, I, I control the, the clickies.
2: The other thing that's really nice about this, we'll, we'll go on to the Napoleonic stuff, I think, in a second. That's but not the, medieval. Um, but the stuff that's, that's really nice about style. this as well is that we're getting to see the renders for a lot of this stuff, but then Henry has already put in loads of the finished things, which mm. we actually saw for the medieval bits there as well. So mm. you get an idea of the kind of stuff that you're going to be picking up when you dive into the range. The other thing that's nice about the My Manufacture page uh, and I think you can find some of their stuff, some of the same stuff over on the website as well, mm-hmm. is that you've got loads of free downloads as well. So if you want to try stuff out, maybe you've become kind of like interested or intrigued by this scale, but you're not fully committed to just diving in and just doing loads of 3D printing without really thinking about it too much. Just you can dive thing. in and be like, right, I'll try out a few of these different files and see what it's like and things, which is quite That's
0: cute. Nice. The whole variety yeah. of figureheads because mm-hmm. there's obviously um, open iron ships. and black, yeah. black seas both mm-hmm. have um, plastic yeah. uh, ships but it means then that every ship you get of that particular type is the same mm-hmm. so being able to seven hundred is black sea scale I believe.
2: Now you can have the centaur's
0: lament or the royal duck uh, hitting if, the high If sea. you say so <laughs> if you say so there's some slightly larger scale stuff so fifty mil Mm-hmm. yeah so i mean this kind of goes
2: into it a little bit because one of the more recent projects was that kind of warsaw Pact stuff so it's not mm-hmm. just medieval it's a whole range of different times time periods which has been covered by the the tournament
0: which collection which is really nice um where should i be looking ben you direct if, me if otherwise, you go to
2: I, the next link along next so that we'll show
0: along, the new stuff this prussian mm-hmm. seven-year war one is that what you're saying <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> With uh, their big one...
2: paintbrushes. So yes. this is the new stuff that's coming out soon via Kickstarter. So that's going to be happening towards the end of the month. And this is all 15 mil scale. Now, the thing that's really interesting about this is that there's already been six mil stuff done for the Napoleonic period. Wow! And instead of just embiggening the stuff that already exists mm-hmm. um, to make it fit the new scale. Henry Turner went back in and has kind of rejigged and re a lot of things to match the 15 mil scale. So it's not just redoing old work. It's actually doing putting new stuff into the mix as well. Uh, and this is going to cover a lot of the main factions and armies that would have been fighting during the period with a whole host of different kits. So you're going to have um, British, French Prussians and Landwehr stuff as well and all of them is going to have infantry, cavalry, command elements uh, and everything else in between. And this kind of shows off the thing that I was talking about when it comes to the detail. So... When you're looking at sort of fifteen mil stuff for this period, it could easily be very much like a, oh, this is just the red and the blue armies going up against each other on the tabletop. But I actually really like that loads of the little details been worked into the armor and the filigree on the the um, on the jackets and everything else between and the they iconography on their helmets and the plumes and things. Yep, so you', yeah, so you'll be able to tell. A little bit more of like ah, that is the British kind of thing, without it just being oh, because they're painted red, <laughs> which I think is quite nice.
0: Well, um, if, if people were paying attention last week, whenever we were looking over the uh, uh, projects, there was the the Seven Years' War Prussian one, where yeah. uh, mm-hmm. Jam was having to replace some shackle plums with yes. much taller ones to make a specific yeah. grenadier company. Yeah, uh, so yeah, the the fact that mm-hmm. they're distinct enough that you'll be able to go in and see from a mm-hmm. distance yeah. how they, they sort of line up and, and be able to go well that's a mm-hmm. X, Y or Z as well still
2: but yeah so this is all the stuff that's going to be coming out um, obviously I said they're going to carry they're going to do all of the stuff that you'd expect them to be doing for the mm-hmm. period there may be other, other things popping up as part of stretch goals and add-ons when the Kickstarter comes out The other thing that's really nice is they're going to do like a personalities pack as well. So you will be able to get the likes of your Napoleon and everything as well, which is cool. And this is why it's all so timely, because all my days, the Napoleon movie is coming out later in the year. It's actually going to be in cinemas, not just on Apple TV. Thank God. Um, (laughs) uh, Which is going to be charting the rise and probably fall of Napoleon Bonaparte himself. Uh, (laughs) Spoilers. Who would have thought things go badly? <laughs> oh, when you see a guillotine coming out. Yeah. But uh, as a lot of people were saying, ah, oh, Commodus, you did get your wish.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's terrible.
2: Um, but in true Ridley Scott fashion, uh, it seems like it's going to be a massive historical epic. With really good battle scenes and everything else in between. Uh, So if you've not seen that, I'll put a link down to the uh, Napoleon trailer so you can go check it out, and maybe you'll be enticed to come and play some Napoleonic war games on the tabletop. Uh, The only problem
1: with doing a modern
2: Napoleon is that you can't
1: just borrow an army. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you can, but you have to pay them these days.
0: (laughs) He hasn't said which period of Napoleonic war he's aiming for, has he? Uh, So it is Waterloo. So it is. Okay. So it's the specific. Okay.
2: Battle and stuff, so it's all focused uh, around that kind of thing. So it's it's the oh, stuff yeah. that people will be very familiar with when it comes to the Napoleonic period. Um, but obviously, there's lots of mixing and matching you can do anyway. As cool. I say, uh, I'll put a link in the um, doodly doo down below to the free model stuff as well. So if you want to go and check that out, you yes. can. The free models for that Europe uh, asunder mm-hmm. are available now. So if you want to go and check them out before the Kickstarter yeah.
0: comes out, you can do that. So you can do some try before you buy, which is test them so, yeah. in advance. Yeah. He's even got a, a snowman, the most important of all things in free bottles. <laughs> uh, in fact, I'll yeah. just show you that before we go away from it entirely. Because you've got, there's the Kickstarter samples. There you go.
2: You can check and those bash, out. Bash, bash. Got a couple of officers, cavalry models, and in infantry as well. Yep.
0: And a snowman. A <laughs> yeah. uh, Napoleon
2: snowman. Capro Frosty. Capro Frosty. <laughs>
0: I mean, why would you not?
2: And Walking in the
0: air, but that's anybody, you hit anybody who, I mean, anybody yeah. who doesn't replace Napoleon on one of the command stands with that, I mean, you're missing out. But he also would have there. been able to invade Russia. Uh, yeah, you would
1: have been fine.
2: <laughs> it's <laughs> kind of cool that
1: some of his ships are in there as well.
2: Yeah, yeah. Ships, so you've not just got little little kits; you can buy big ones.
0: Seven yeah. Years War, mm-hmm. shipwrecky things. That's mm-hmm. all good. Look, Seals. Yeah. So you don't have to put those cardboard seals on the. Um, uh, mm-hmm. Black Seas ones, if you don't and want to, pretty... I wouldn't. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. yeah, interesting little pack. Nice stuff in there, including American Civil War. She. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we really need to put an order in the Bacchus. We should okay. sort that out. Yeah, we need to, get uh, on we need to start this. <laughs> yeah, everybody talk amongst yourselves. We're gonna. We'll have a look at Bacchus's website. Me and Shay are just going to buy stuff. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, before we start doing that, we have a couple mm-hmm. of Kickstarters to finish the show with. We do. First yeah. is a bit Sword and Sorcery esque.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Sword and Sorcery, which is the epic dungeon delving adventure game from the uh, folks at Ares Games, which has spanned multiple expansions and new quests, uh, is going to be sort of capping off its current um, chronicle, as it were, with an A. Sort of Cthulhu based mythosy climax, which is always nice. Uh, So, this new set is called Abyssal Legends. And this sees your immortal souls, who are your heroes uh, for the game, um, who are sort of ancient heroes of old who have been brought back from the dead to defeat new and deadly foes, uh, going up against something a little bit weird and wonderful with an elder. Element to it, as you can yeah, see. Tentacles and wings. Mm. Tentacles and wings, boys. um You will be heading off to solve a mystery, delving deep into the bowels of a monastery, and then setting sail on mighty ships to deal with fearsome foes like the creature that you just saw there. Um, there's some new mechanics thrown into the mix for sword and sorcery fans that will be fun so as i said you'll be setting sail so you'll have your own boat that you're going to have to look after um you'll be sort of sailing between different islands and fighting different creatures you'll engage in sort of gunpowder based warfare and you'll have to patch up holes in your ship as they get destroyed by some of the strange uh, lovecraftian creatures that are trying to destroy you Um, there's also an entirely new fighting style in the game which again sort of sort of harks back to the black powder side of things where you each get, you can have guns now, which is cool. So, you can shoot people with flintlocks, but you've only got so much ammo, and you need to decide exactly what cards to play with that as you're fighting through, which is really cool. And your little ammo ticks down in your gun, which is really neat. Oh, it's a nice little oh, thing. Always
0: save the last bullet. It's fun, but weird.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's also really fun new rules in there for fear and phobias, which makes sense because you're going to be going against some sort of Cthulhu abyssal lords. Um, so, throughout the game, you might be subject to fear. When you go up against um, creatures that cause that, you'll be drawing cards that will might sort of tweak things just slightly for your characters. So it might make things slightly harder or it might give you certain boons that will then come with a bane later on. Oh, and in some cases, it might even turn you into a winged nightmare creature where your body warps and changes and you become a creature of the night yourself that yeah. stalks around the battlefield. You the risks. Um, <laughs> uh, what's really nice is that it kind of as I say, caps things off for the Sword and Sorcery Ancient Chronicles at the moment. So it's kind of like a, it brings things to a head. Um, And the Kickstarter allows you to pick up the actual Abyssal, Abyssal Legends box itself, or, so for example, if you have everything, but if you've never tried out Sword and Sorcery before, you can get everything As part of this campaign so you can pick up the original core game as well as all of the additional boxes and expansions that have come out for it and everything else in between so you get all the models you get all the tiles you get all the cards you get all the characters and all their expansion stuff as well there's even a glow-in-the-dark abyssal lord with a translucent water base why wouldn't you want to do that so you can play by candlelight Oh, i thought you were going
0: to bring him to bed and use him to read books Uh, that that too and you have that that has got to be the scariest nightlight ever (laughs) I had a master T one when I was a kid. Yeah. Read further into the book. Yes. Uh,
2: You also get new heroes. You get loads of accessories and all that kind of stuff as well. So you get dice trays and bags and everything else. Um, But yeah, it's a a really fun one to dive into if you want to try something that isn't Gloomhaven, I guess. (laughs) Um, If you want to, as I say, Sword and Sorcery has been around for a very long time. It's well loved. Lots of people have had really good fun with it. It's a fully cooperative experience. So you're not going to be playing against an opponent. Um, You can play it by yourself or you can just play it with your friends and have fun just trying to best the game, which I think is really nice. Uh, and there's lots of different ways for you to take your characters and dive into all the different combat and stuff as well. So, oh. yeah, it, it's one that's a, a tried-and-tested dungeon diving experience uh, that is getting kind of this nice little kind of Lovecraftian capstone to it um, with these elder creatures, as you can see here. It looks don't, really fun to dive into. do a look? Cthulhu. <laughs> it won't do anything. It'll
0: just make him mad.
2: It'll just make him mad. You don't want an angry Cthulhu. No, no, no.
1: Although now I have "Hey there, Cthulhu" stuck in my head.
0: (laughs) You know, nothing wrong with that. Oh, there's Uh, social goals as well. Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah loads of things being unlocked for this one as it goes through it's well funded as you might have imagined uh, i think there's about 12 days left on this campaign by the time you're looking at it um if you're already a sword and sorcery fan it seems like a no-brainer to come and pick this up and dive in a little bit deeper okay. if you're someone who's kind of on the fence about diving into something good but you want a big event game that you and your friends can play every couple of weekends during a month uh, i definitely recommend coming to have a look at sword and sorcery because it's um it's a, it's, it's it's a gem of a little game so well, a
0: bit little game. Gem of a big game. It's a big it's, fat emerald. <laughs> it's a monstrous thing. Yeah. It's okay. it's a, a thing that we can't even comprehend mm. with our use of Euclidean geometry. Uh, mm. we need to move beyond that to <laughs> actually uh, consolidate it in all forms. Um yeah. right. That is a massive one. We have one other little teeny tiny Kickstarter. It is a thing. Did it uh from Kernos Studios? In Canada or Canadia, as I prefer to call those them. friendly people.
1: I always say Canada.
0: Um, canada. So this, um, which will probably surprise no one at all, um, comes via the medium of uh, confrontations online community. Um, so the gentleman in question, who started uh, Kerner Studio, is just a huge fan of confrontation. And confrontation went away, and it was very sad. Sad times for all. But the community has kept it alive. Uh, and over the intervening years, uh, he's managed to um, contact and become friends with various members of the old Rackham design team, including sculptors, artists, painters, uh, and decided that um, they would revisit Arklash and uh, do a range of um, hero figures for most, not all, I think it's most of the uh, factions uh, we're ignoring the humans because they're the dull ones um, okay. but they they all get a new uh, heroic lady, hence mm-hmm. the matriarchs here mm-hmm. um, ignore that so the matriarchs are a select selection of figures, some of which were sculpted for the original confrontation. Uh, we'll see some of those later on. Uh, other ones were commissioned specifically for the actual. Kickstarter campaign itself. I will just say now it is fully funded. And by fully funded, I mean everything they had planned to do is unlocked. There will not be anything else. So this is just a case of getting the word out there to people uh, in case case they're unaware that this exists, um, because there are some spectacularly nice figures which you can pick up as a a bundle uh, for delivery later on this year, uh, or you can pick up the individuals. Um, and there's things like, so, you know, creepy mid dwarves, um, the elves, uh, massive jackal-like orcs, uh, things like this, though, so, the Uruk, which had been sculpted originally. Uh, and was never released. Uh, there's even a uh, scorpion, so the second ah. incarnation. So, some of the heroes that in confrontation, you've got incarnations where they sort of power up. So cool. And, and mm-hmm. there was one of those had been sculpted as well uh, and never made it into actual production. Uh, and she comes courtesy of the original sculptor. So, uh, Stefan Seaman and um Yannick uh, have been involved with this. And then people like some of the original studio painters like uh, Terry. Uh, Terry Henry, is what I want to say it is. but well, I don't think it's that because he's also a footballer. It might be that. Anyway, ignore it. TH Miniatures Terry, who was a studio <laughs> um, painter for them, has come in and done some of the painted models. But you can Harry see Henry they're Henry's just. Uh, the uh, yeah. yeah, well, sure. <laughs> his name's something like that. Only this one's much nicer. He didn't deliberately handball the knock uh, Ireland out of the qualifiers for the World Cup's <laughs> comeback. Not over that one. It's still tender. Don't know why you bring it up. Right. But the figures themselves are absolutely beautiful. As you can see here, one of the little Kickstarter add ons is a little tiny baby orkling strapped in a papoose on the back of mummy as she's going. So most of the unlocks have been little things like that. So little add on to the sculpt or a sculpted base to put under them. Um, But they've just got a wealth of detail, including those really iconic Rackham confrontation style symbols. So the, the, shield design that you would see on some of the the Cadwallon figures or uh, the sort of Celtic leather slash metal work um, with the swirls and the patterns that you see on people like Isabel there, um, which would be handy for me. I don't know whether or not she's a giant. I never made a giant female, I don't think. Anyway, um, that aside, uh, eight currently plus a few add-ons, and the add-ons have tacked in things like a uh, Cadwallon beggar uh, so if you're after things like maybe a, a strange elf or a particularly creepy looking um spider monkey elf, uh they are just the worst. Sure. The beggar is beautiful though, as you can see there, hobbling along, begging bowl out, crutch under one arm, doing the loads of work. There she is. The uh the long awaited second incarnation of uh Yaris, I think she was. Mm-hmm. I have nice. the the initial one. The initial one's a a really nice model, but very static, very poised um, in comparison, uh, just there with dagger and little She's crossbow pistol you. arm. Mm-hmm. This one's just going absolutely yeah. uh, And When when you put it with some of the other um, Scorpion models of that era, they look absolutely clinker sham, as I believe they say in France. <laughs> um, you can see, there's also Sabretooth Tiger and the Auroch. That Auroch is amazing. He doesn't come with a base, unfortunately, but don't worry. I've got plenty of them. The mask so is okay. amazing. Of course, you as do. Well. Yep. Oh, it's, it's gorgeous good. work, and I see you've already dove in on it. Oh God, yeah, yeah. He gets it gets Jerry's signal approval because it's Rackham. Well, so <laughs> well, there was a couple of things about it. First off, it's Rackham, yeah. uh, or Rackham adjacent. It's so clear. It's it's about keeping confrontation alive. Mm. Uh, second thing was, uh, kernos Studios is is a very new group, uh, you know, trying to. In- not encouraged but trying to promote confrontation and keep the game alive and and it's one of these companies where there are figures coming out that that are you know introducing people to the the concept of confrontation um are just gorgeous miniatures but also he has plans so the ideas for this to be successful then move on and do some other bits and pieces and some of those oh, are yeah. lurking towards the bottom so you get to see uh some of the ideas or not ideas but bits and pieces that had been sculpted were work in progress There's and then big projects the companies. Yeah. so mm. you know rack and went away so the fact that these will finally be released and it's it's kind of like myths and legends you know you hear tales of the original cypher model that didn't look terrible that uh by all accounts john stallard still um you know <laughs> things like that uh these unusual could be weasels, could be otters, who knows? Uh coming from the next the the next plant project. Um, but there's always talk of them. And then you've I mean, got things like that. this. There was a mm. Titan Undead Dragon. Now th- they made two dragons. Rackham did a, a a regular metal dragon that was about bigger than the the sort of the standard uh dragons of the day, but not by much. But they also did a resin um dragon which was absolutely phenomenal uh the idea of somebody just going back and revisiting those and doing the the undead dragon in that style is just mind-blowing and then a cannon wielding midnor um cyclops yeah sure why would you not the midnor their take on evil dwarves which are uh, not undead but they are seriously Bastardized and literally stitched together in places, where parts of parts of um, one dwarf has been attached to other dwarf to make new dwarf or at least repair the the damage done to the old ones. So the Midnor were just such a bizarre, voodoo like stitched horror coming at you. Um, so I just love the idea that they're going to come back. I never collected those. I collected the regular dwarves, but you know, it's never to say that the the turn dwarves may get a little opposing force in the future. So yeah, I'm I'm really excited to see this do well. Um because obviously the Rackham name has gone and people have attempted to do Kickstarters using that in the past and have fleeced the customers. Um uh, Kernos yeah. Very specifically, mm-hmm. we don't. We want people, you know, we're part of the community. We want people to know that this is good to go. So their initial design work, all of the the stuff in advance has all been done. The test, the master molds have been made, um, which is why I'm able to get one that will ship as soon as it finishes because obviously they can make so many from the master mold um, mm-hmm. to test them. So they had 10 set aside. So, it's just like it's literally there's 10 of these that we can ship out the door. The rest will be made after the funding comes through and they, they get the
2: production yep. lined up. The other thing that I thought was really neat about this is to preserve quality. They only run the molds for a certain amount of time. Thirty, and then, they're going to do
0: thirty pulls off a mold,
2: and, and then that, they break the molds and make is, a new one.
0: That is early. Yeah. Um, depending on sculpts, mm. forty would not be unheard of. Fifty is pushing it for resin um, before things start to go badly wrong. Mm. Uh, the fact they're going hard cut keep the quality. You've got yeah. you've got thirty, and then get out. Um, is great so i just really want to see them do well and not just because i'm backing it because like i said it's already funded um but mm. it's just be really nice to see people getting involved um, in the computation community and seeing some of these sculpts and models for the first time they've also released both french and english cards for the, the figures so you'll be able to actually field them actually there she is there are you no, You're not okay, just checking <laughs> Just see whether or not she was one of the giants. Oral. Um, oh well, I was curious as to whether or not she was a giant anyway. Um, it's not got uh too long left. Oh, no, actually, it does. It's about three weeks, it's about 20 days. Yeah, yeah. I'm, so, I'm, th- yeah. Th- I'm thinking Boris and Cave have actually got a Kickstarter running that only has about six days left. Um, ignore that one, have a look at that. It's amazing. Kobolds. Uh, but yeah, 22 days left on the matriarchs from Kyrnos. And hopefully it'll be the start of, of something um, big for them. Uh, definitely. I want to see, I want to see more from the studio. I want to see more from those sculptors and, mm. and creators getting back together. So yeah, the, the future's bright. The future is mm-hmm. old confrontation stuff. <laughs> Made new. I want toys. I want toys. Right. <laughs> Before I get completely distracted, I think it's time to say goodbye. Mm -hmm. Bye. If that's not enough for you though, you can come and join us on Sunday morning. Uh, We'll be over on tabletop.com for the Cult of Games XLBS, uh, where we'll have a sit down a chat and look at some yellow demons, which Mm -hmm. is better than yellow snow in every regards. (laughs) Uh, You can join us for a free 30 day trial if you're not already a cultist. We hopefully will see you then. Otherwise, we'll see you next Friday. Have a great week of gaming. Go ahead and check out our other content on screen now. And while you're at it, why not hit subscribe and remember to ding our dong. Go on, you know you want to click it. Go on.